and welcome to K-Pop for Old People. I am your host, Norm. And I am your other host, Ari. And for this podcast, I will teach my middle-aged father about K-Pop. So, last week we talked about just K-Pop generally, and this week we're going to be talking about a specific group Mm-hmm. That's one of your favorites. Which group are we going to be learning about today? We are now learning about Twice. Twice. But before we talk about them, I just wanted to ask, what's new with you? Well, lately I've been um, listening to TXT's new song because that came out on the 7th. That's cool. How's your summer going? Pretty fun. This is a pretty chill summer for you compared to some other folks in the family. We've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But... Um, all right, let's get down to it. Uh, I am ready to learn about twice. I'm ready to teach you about twice, which is a girl group. Um, twice has nine members. Those members are Neon, Jonghyun, Momo, Sana, Jiu, Jio, Mina, Dahyun, Cheryoung, and Zui. And, um, the foreign members are, I've written it down as Misa Motsu, because that's Mina, Sana, Momo, and Zui. Um, Mina, Sana, and Momo are all Japanese. Okay. And Zui is the youngest, and she is also, I believe, Taiwanese. Okay. And they debuted on October 20th, 2015, with the song Like Ooh Ah, <laughs> and their most recent song is... Hare Hare, which is Shine Shine in Japanese. And their company is JYP Entertainment, and their friend group is Once. Okay. Wow, that was a lot to take in all at yeah. once. Haha. Ha. Um, all right, so their fan group is Once, which is a play on Twice. Definitely, yes. Okay, I get it. Um, so Twice, uh, this is one of your favorite groups. Definitely, and, yes. All right. And nine members, that's a lot. They're, they're groups with lot, lots more members. Okay. So with a group that size, is everybody singing? Uh, or I know that we talked last time about a lot. There's a lot of dance involved as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't talk about this um, last episode, but in K-pop groups, they kind of have their own like roles where there's like leader, dancer, rapper, singer, even though they all end up singing at least once and they all dance, but there are some that like mostly dance. I don't know. And then there's like centers and then somehow being the youngest is also a role you can be in the group. Okay. That, so it's, it's almost, it sounds almost like a sports team where there's positions. Kind of. Yeah. So there's like main singers and main dancers and you mentioned rapping. There's, mm-hmm. there's rapping that happens in this yeah. group as well. Because like the anatomy of a K-pop song is usually like either the chorus straight at the front or like a little like sneak peek of the chorus or like a verse, then a chorus, then like a verse, either that or like a rap. And then there's like the second chorus and then there's like probably a soft moment there, like still a verse. And then it goes into the dance break to the last chorus. 
That's a pretty standard structure across all yeah. of K-pop. Although it does vary from different songs, because, like, for example, in Twice's song, Feel Special, at the end, instead of, like, the last chorus, it goes last chorus and then dance break, because it goes um, rap, then the last chorus, then dance break. Okay. But, like, usually that's how it is. So, with Twice, well, first of all, do you know how they got that name Twice? Um, not really. <laughs> okay. There are lots of bands that have names that don't make a lot of sense, but it's mm-hmm. as good a name as any, I suppose. Yeah. And you said that of the nine, there were, what, four or five that were from Japan? Um, three, actually. Three yeah. from Japan. Uh, and one from Taiwan, and mm-hmm. so the rest are from Korea? Yeah. South Korea, and specifically. You also mentioned, yeah, I don't think they would be from North Korea. That doesn't work very well. Um, And you mentioned that their most recent song, uh, the title at least, was in Japanese. Mm -hmm. So are they singing in both Korean and in Japanese? Um, Not usually. Well, not in this song, because if they do, like if it has a Japanese name, it's usually all Japanese. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, not really all Japanese because in both K-pop songs and their their Japanese songs, there's like a bit of English, and then there's like English versions of songs and Japanese versions and Korean versions and whatever, and then there's like straight English, like with Twice's songs, Moonlight Sunrise, and uh, The Feels are both full English songs, and then in their most recent album, because Hare Hare is um, a single in their most recent album. The title track has an English version. Okay, so would you say the vast majority of the K-pop songs that are coming out today, uh, they are mostly in Korean, but there are also a fair number, it sounds like, where like there's a, a main version in Korean and then they also record English and or Japanese or other language versions. Yeah. Usually it's mostly just, like, Japanese and English. Okay. Because, like... Those are probably the biggest markets. Yeah. Like, in K-pop, there's usually, like... Those are the three languages they know, Mm -hmm. for the most part. Like, Korean, English, and Japanese. And then there are, like, other ones that know other languages and stuff. Like, there's... Some of them know Chinese and, like, their home languages and stuff like that. Because, again, there are foreign members. Sure. Uh... How did you first learn about Twice? Um, definitely, I learned about them from Stray Kids because um, one of my first favorite member of Stray Kids um, was also a Twice fan, and so I was like, "Oh, I should check that out." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing! I love it so much." <laughs> okay, so Stray Kids sounds like it was the band that you kind of. In- I-, I seem to remember you said that was the first thing you encountered. Yes. From K-pop, and so you kind of. A lot of your learning about various K-pop bands were from that kind of original point. Yeah, because when I found Stray Kids, I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I found Twice, and I was like, oh, they're from the same company. I wonder if the company has other groups that I like. Turns out they did, because they also have Itzy and Nmix, even though at the time, Nmix didn't exist. Oh, okay. So Nmix is a fairly new group. Yes, fourth generation. Okay. In my opinion, I feel like the foreign members of a group are better 
and it's kind of weird because um, Momo from Twice is like a really good dancer, and she's one of the Japanese members. And also, I, if I remember correctly, I think Twice was the first group to have a quote unquote J line, meaning like a a row of <laughs> Japanese members oh, in so one group. This is another vocabulary moment. Yeah. So J line means they have a group that's from Japan. Yes, like several members from Japan. Okay. And then there's also, in Stray Kids, there's the Aussie line, which is the Australian members. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about Stray Kids in depth in another episode. So you mentioned a few songs from Twice Mm -hmm. that you're a fan of. You also mentioned last time that a lot of bands have like a theme. Does Twice have a theme? Um, I'm pretty sure in K-pop it's called like a concept. Okay. Even though it's not really what the word means. Understood. Um, but I'm pretty sure Twice's concept was like a cutesy theme or concept or whatever. But like now they've kind of strayed farther away from that, and like they're, I mean, I don't mean, I mean, they're grown women. They can do whatever they want, <laughs> sort of. But then their company has to like stop them from doing certain things. Well, hopefully they. I mean, that's the interesting thing about. Uh, you know, these sort of created pop groups is at the beginning, like even if we're talking about like, like when I think of created pop groups, like the original created pop group that comes to mind for me is the Monkees, which was like people saw how popular the Beatles were and they wanted to replicate that. But then the thing that I think if the, if the people that they get in the band are talented and creative the thing i think that eventually happens is whoever's trying to like create this particular sound comes into conflict with the members of the band who want to make their own artistic and creative choices and so like i think that always ends up changing the the concept of the group uh in a way that leads toward, you know, more creative freedom, hopefully, for the members. But with nine people in a band, too, it's hard to uh, it's hard to get everybody's creative vision into the same space, I think, as well. Usually um, the leader of the group is the one, like, making and producing the music and, like, lyrics and stuff and, like, occasionally the choreography, but also they have, like, choreographists, whatever they're called. Yeah, choreographers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. And in Twice, the leader is Gio. And in JYP Entertainment, I believe the rule is whoever has been tra- is been training for the longest becomes the leader. Mm, okay. And Gio has been training for ten years, so that's definitely the longest. Again, it's it reminds me kind of a sports metaphor. It sounds like you know there's like the captain of the team or whatever. So musically, how would you describe Twice's music? Is it distinct in any specific way? I mean, I feel like a lot of the music from groups in their day was probably fairly similar because, like, it's kind of, you know, upbeat and cute and whatever. And, like, you know, they're very energetic, very, like, get you motivated to do stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And also pretty easy to sing along. And, like, since they've released several, like, English versions or, like, English songs, it's pretty um, 
It's pretty fun to sing along to. Sure. And so like in the same way that any pop group, you know, they have hooks that, mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, get the song stuck in your head and that's what a good pop song should be. Uh, so like if you were going to recommend songs from twice for me to listen to, which songs do you think that I should check out? That's kind of a hard question because they have a, like a lot of good songs in my opinion, but I feel like a good start would be like either their most recent song, Hare Hare, or um, The Feels would be good. Is that two names for the same song? Or no. those are two different songs? Two different songs. Okay. All right. Because their most recent song is spelled H-A-R-E, and then there's two of them, and so my brain thinks, hair, hair, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not quite right, because it's in Japanese. Okay. Hare Hare and The Feels are two songs maybe I'll give a listen to, and yes. maybe I'll uh, record a reaction or something to what I think about them after I listen to them. What else is interesting about Twice? What what else uh, stands out to you as a fan? Definitely their dances because like they're fairly easy, but also like they can be hard at sometimes because like in the dance breaks, uh, Momo is usually in the center and like they go all out, and so it's kind of hard to learn the choreography. So when I find a K-pop song and I find like the dance practice or whatever, because they have like music videos, performance videos, which is like just them dancing in like their outfits and mm -hmm. such and like um with a background that's nice and whatever and then there's dance practices which is just them dancing in a dance practice room so like on youtube they'll put up videos of like rehearsals basically not really rehearsals just like just the dance just the dance part of it okay and so like people sometimes look at those for references and like making dance covers of k-pop songs when you say dance cover, you mean like just the dance part again? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. People do these things that's like K-pop in public or whatever, where it's them in their costumes doing the dances, but not really singing with the music playing and like people walk by and stuff. And so they're doing it in public. Oh, and so okay. they also record these things. And so like they definitely have to do several takes of them. And also, I feel like it would be kind of hard to do those things because, like, you know, stage fright, stuff like that, mm -hmm. trying to find a good place and, like, to not get in trouble in. And sure. also, like, people interacting with the fact that there's a camera there could mess up stuff like that. And also, there are some pretty rude people out there, so I think that would be big struggle. Yeah, but I think also people just appreciate, because, like, I am part of a musical group that often plays in non-traditional venues in public places you know just out on the street or places you would not normally expect for music to be performed and i think there's a certain willingness for people to experience music in that way and you know including with that dance uh because everybody likes to see something new and different everybody likes to be entertained and I think people will also go a long way to uh, show appreciation for someone who's willing to put themselves out there and just like do something to entertain the public. Another thing that I like to do is called K-pop random play dance, where they take clips of K-pop songs that are like the most popular. Usually the chorus or like some place where people 
know most of the dance. Mm -hmm. And so whenever like toy songs come on to those things, I always like get super excited because like I know most of the dances to their songs, not like the full choreography, but like mostly just the chorus because that's like the easiest part to learn. It's also like usually the part that gets the most fame out Mm -hmm. of the entire song. I also think that people have a real appreciation for a choreographed dance. Like (laughs) I know that I do. And I think sometimes when we're talking about like pop music, the dancing aspect gets marginalized because, you know, it seems like, I don't know, I think to a certain kind of music fan, it makes things seem less serious if there's like a choreographed dance that goes along with it. But just seeing a bunch of people who have clearly put in work to all be on the same page and be doing things that are intended to work together and complement the music. It, it, it's really remarkable as a person who like, I've never been a dancer myself. Like I have a decent sense of rhythm, but I've never been great at like choreography, but, uh, just like any other, you know, kind of performance, when you see it done really well, it's really remarkable. Yeah. Because I feel like I don't have much friends that are interested in K-pop that I, like, have close contact with. Because I have, like, one friend, but, like, we're not really that close together. And so, like, when I get the opportunity to teach people K-pop dances, I'm, like, really happy about it. So, like, maybe sometime you would like to learn some K-pop dances, because I'll definitely be open for that. It sounds to me like at some point we're going to definitely need to teach me some K-pop dances. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be fun. I bet if I do end up doing that, you're probably going to be mostly dancing to Twice songs, because they have good choreography, and that's, like, a lot of the songs that I know. Okay, sounds good. We'll have to try that out. Because, like, 70% of my playlist is Twice songs. Do do twice songs well you mentioned earlier that there was like sort of a leadership within the band that probably coordinates the music, the lyrics, the the uh choreography, the look and everything. Do you know are these songs written by band members or do they have does like the is that a company thing? Do does the company have songwriters that write songs for the group? Um, sometimes there's, like, some companies that, like, actively make the songs, or, like, some some person from outside, like, gives a song to the person, and so they give it to some group or whatever. But, like, there's also the occasional song that was made by one of the members. One time I was on YouTube Shorts, and I was like, oh, (laughs) members of some group that made the most songs from the group. And apparently the one who's made the most songs in Twice was, um, Taeyong. One of the rappers. Oh, okay. You would think with nine people, there's probably a lot of opportunities for yeah folks to bring their own songs. And also, I don't remember the number exactly, but it wasn't a very high number. So I'm like, really? Well, it's. I think it's pretty unusual, at least given my experience in American pop music. Like, there are certainly singer-songwriters that are in pop music, but it tends to be a little bit different than um, the more, like, dance-oriented groups or, like, the large membership, 
vocal groups like boy bands or or girl groups or whatever because like frequently those are just being given songs written by professional songwriters rather than individuals within the group writing their own songs but again like i was saying before i think anybody with creative musical people is going to lead to people wanting to put their own voice out there and their own stamp on what they're doing Recently, actually, part of the group Twice, um, the three Japanese members have sort of debuted into their own group, but they're still part of Twice. And it's kind of like soloists, but there's three of them together. <laughs> right. So, like, rather than the traditional, the band, you know, there's the band and then there's the solo career for the band members. This yeah. is like sort of a side project within the band. I guess, sort of. It's still called Misamo meaning Minasana and Momo, the three Japanese members. Uh Um, And actually, one of their songs, they already have one. Uh, Their quote-unquote debut song would probably be Marshmallow. I forgot when that came out, but um, on the 26th of July, they're going to release a new song, so I have that on my list of K-pop songs that are coming out soon. Oh, so you keep track of when the new releases are coming out, so you can check it right away. That's cool. So you as a fan of Twice, what would you say that it is about Twice that really uh, made you a fan? Probably like the the relationships between the members and also like their music and like the dances and like pretty much all of them, all of the things that they have I like because like it's a girl group and I'm a very, I'm very um, interested in girl groups. I feel like I definitely know more girl groups than boy groups. Is there something about their lyrics or anything that speak to you personally? Not really. I just kind of like the way their music sounds. And also, sure. I really like to dance to K-pop songs. And so I like learning the choreography. And like, if you ask me to, like, if you push me into a dance circle and it's like a song I do not know at all, I would not be able to dance. But if like you put on a Twice song, <laughs> I'd be dancing my heart out. Because <laughs> like... I'm good at dancing to songs that I know the dance to. Because if you just put on some random pop song that's popular with the non-K-pop people, I would not know what to do. It seems to me like there needs to be, the next time we like go to a wedding reception or something, get the DJ to play a Twice song and see if we can get you on the dance floor. Because <laughs> like, I know how to dance, sort of, but like... If I try to dance, I'm just going to not take myself seriously and start, like, doing weird dance moves. (laughs) Well, and I think that's the nature of dancing, like, right? Because I feel like it's just getting kind of awkward, and so I have to make it somehow funny. Well, and it's different when there's, like, specific choreography. Like, it's always easier to do something when someone gives you, like, a script to to work from. Yeah. When you don't have to improvise, basically. But I think the nature of dance is often it begins from a place of improvisation because like when you're, say, at a wedding reception or whatever, like people aren't generally doing choreographed dances for most of the songs. Um, They're just dancing however they feel like. But then like there are always those DJs who put on those songs that do have specific choreographed dances to them and that is always one of the most popular things 
for getting people on the dance floor because people are like, oh, now I know exactly what to do or can predict how this is going to go. So I can understand your love of wanting to feel like it's a song you know and you know exactly how the dance for that song goes. And so like in the same way that you might learn all the lyrics so you know how to sing along or, or whatever, it's the same kind of idea, I think. Um, for example, um, when I went to my school dance on like the last day of school for like the graduating people, um, I asked the DJ cause there was a DJ there, asked them to play a twice song, but they, I don't, I don't think they hear, they heard me because they didn't end up playing it. So I didn't have anything to do. So it was just mostly running around the room cause I was bored and they didn't have any songs I could dance to. Cause it was mostly just like popular songs from today, like Ice Spice and stuff. <laughs> And it's always cool when, because like you said earlier, that you don't have a lot of friends who are into K-pop that you can like coordinate with. But I I really appreciate the idea of like, if you could find some like-minded people to do a choreographed dance together, like I think most people's initial reaction to stuff like that is like, oh, well, that might be embarrassing or that might be... Um, you know, I might have stage fright or something like that, but I think that the thing that sets those people apart that actually do a thing like that isn't like that they have a lot more confidence or a lot more skill or they're just braver than other people. It's just that they decided to make the choice to do a thing and... I just love it when people make the choice to just do the thing, you know, regardless of stage fright or embarrassment or any of those things. So like, you know, all of the best dancers, best musicians, best whatever, all of them started from the same place. And it's just a matter of who decided to take the chance, you know. I remember that um, me, I tried to get my friends to make a sort of K-pop group and I have, I had like an entire plan, but like when I tried to get them to practice, they were like, oh, but I don't want to. And I'm like, how are you going to do it if you don't practice and become good? Yeah, that, that's the truth about everything. Exactly. Like everybody wants to be a rock star, but all the actual rock stars are rock stars because they worked really hard at being a rock star. Yeah, because I have all of the information here. I have it in both English and Korean. And so I have them all listed by age. I had one of my friends, which... Because in a K-pop group, they have like their own representative emojis slash animals. Mm -hmm. And so I had those. I had them pick animals that they like. And so one of my friends is a mouse, and their roles in the group were visual and rapper. Then one of them was an owl. And they were the leader and the face of the group. I don't actually know what that entails, but that's what they were because they didn't want to be anything else. Okay. There was me. I was a cat, the main da- main singer, main dancer, and I was the center. And then my other friend was a bunny. They were the lead singer and lead dancer. And my other friend was a fox, and they were the youngest and the rapper. And their concept, our concept was techwear, and our group name was... <laughs> it was exclamation mark colon B, meaning I B, or you would read it as E B in Korean, I guess. I'm pretty sure that means mouth in <laughs> Korean. 
Yeah, that's something we haven't mentioned before is that when you really started getting into K-pop, you also started, um, you know, trying to learn Korean. And mm -hmm. I don't know exactly how much progress you've made at that, but it certainly sounds like you uh, have absorbed at least some basic Korean words and, and yeah. I guess characters, if, is that, if that's the right the word. Because <laughs> like I know how to read and write in Korean, I just don't understand it. Because like if you gave me like a word i could write it down in korean um characters but i wouldn't be able to know the actual korean translation because for example <laughs> in the thing when i wrote down rapper in korean it just says rapper mm -hmm. that's just rapper except in korean and then there are like other ones because like i know some simple um uh korean words like goyangi is cat and then mm -hmm. there's like other ones like that because i know korean to a certain level and i know how to read it i wouldn't be able to translate it though so like you understand the the sounds that are associated with the characters mm -hmm. in the same way that an english word is made up of letters that have certain sounds mm -hmm. and korean just has a different kind of alphabet i guess you could say yeah so you understand the korean alphabet mm -hmm. but you don't have a lot of Korean vocabulary yet. Yeah. Because the way I got the name for our group, because I was like, I have everything out, everything like ready except for a name. And so I was like, oh, what would be a good name? Because usually the company would pick that for the groups. And they would have like several options that they could choose from. And so they would choose the one that they thought was the best or something like that. And so I was like, what would be a good name for us because like it's not like i could just come up with a name off the top of my head and so i took our friend group name and tried to turn it into a k-pop group name okay because <laughs> our friend group name is ibs okay which is short for idiotic buddhist society or just idiotic buddhist and i didn't want to write out that so i just turned it to ib idiotic buddhist and the funny part is ibs yeah, irritable bowel syndrome. What, so, what's the B stand for? Budusi. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I was the one who came up with the name, so that's why I'm IBS number one. Okay. Yes, we have all the way to I believe thirteen. Oh, everybody in your friend group has their own serial number, mm -hmm. and obviously you are the leader of the group so you are number one yes now you mentioned something earlier that mm -hmm. i wanted to ask about because you use yep. the term center mm -hmm. um and again that sounds like because that's like a position in in multiple sports but <laughs> uh for me if you would say somebody was the center of a musical group i would think well that's the the lead singer or the main songwriter or something but what does center mean in a k-pop context usually center is like Either they're like the first person, like they're usually in the front of the group because mm -hmm. like they have their own spacings for the choreography and like usually they're closer to the front because they're the center and so they're like the center of attention sort of. Okay. How does that differ from when you were talking about someone being the face of the group? Face of the group, um, I don't remember what it means exactly, but from from what I know of the English language... Um, <laughs> probably would be different than, than a center in a visual and like they're sort of like the main one that everybody talks about maybe i don't know okay i just made my friend the face of the group because they didn't want to be anything else okay 
I also made them the leader because they're the only one who has somewhat musical experience. Sure. Well, I'm sorry that you haven't gotten your K-pop group quite uh, ready for prime time yet, but uh, I wholeheartedly encourage this. And uh, if there's anything I can do to facilitate getting your K-pop group off the ground. I'm pretty sure all my friends have quit. And so I was thinking to my friend, oh, maybe you could be like my manager in the way where you like make songs and stuff. And like I could be a soloist who like actually does the singing and stuff like that. But I uh, like I have a whole concept and stuff like that. And I had like ideas for a music video and things. Yeah, it sounds like you Except, put a lot of thought into this. Yeah, because I'm very passionate about this kind of stuff. But um, my friend never actually got close to doing anything. But I'm not surprised because we're a bunch of children and also the age that you have to be to um, audition for a K-pop company would be 12. And I'm not quite there yet. Well, that's true. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be attending any auditions anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, definitely not. But uh, I probably have to get a lot better at Korean. Yeah. And also well, I'd have to learn like Japanese and yeah. other languages probably. I I also don't think there's probably that many uh, Korean auditions happening in in our part of the country, but um, who knows? Well, if let me know <laughs> if you hear of any uh, K-pop auditions coming to town. And actually, I have heard of A2K, which is uh, a, from JYP Entertainment, where they're the A America two is a, literally like two, two. Yeah. and K is Korean Korea. or Korea. And it's it's already happening. <laughs> oh, so this is a group that... It's is, not even out yet. It's, it's a K-pop group that is being recruited from Americans? Yes. There are, like, several Korean... Not Koreans. Americans, um, like, basically um, auditioning for JYP Entertainment. And it's happening on... They're, apparently the group is coming out on July 13th, maybe? I don't know. Something oh. like that is happening. That's pretty soon. So that would mean that it sounds like... Uh, the group has already been, you know, created, but... Probably not, actually. Oh. They're probably still in the process of, like, training the idols and stuff like that, if they actually got accepted. Because <laughs> from what I saw from the trailer thing was there were four of them, or five, four or five of them. And so I'm like, do they already have the group together? Or also I'm thinking there's just, like, a group of people that they tried to audition together to be in a group mm -hmm. but also i don't know i don't have very much information yet because it's still not out yet yeah but that's exciting i, I yeah. can see how you would identify with uh something like that okay so i have learned a lot about the group twice today mm -hmm. and uh i may still need to go listen to some songs so yep. that i can have some context for uh, all the stuff that I learned. Is there anything else you wanted to say about Twice? Not that I can think of. Okay. Well, I guess that means we can probably wrap up this episode. Uh, mm -hmm. I appreciate you sharing your knowledge of Twice with me. Mm -hmm. And uh, what group are we going to learn about next time? Um, next time is TXT. TXT. Well, uh, I'm already forming questions in my head, but I'll have to wait <laughs> until next time to ask. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thanks to everybody. I hope everybody out there listening learned a lot about Twice as well. 
and go give them a listen and maybe we'll uh, have a follow-up later uh, on our reactions to their music. It sounds like to get the full experience, I'm going to have to watch some YouTube videos to see the dancing yeah. and everything as well. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. And for me, Norm, your host, and... Ari, your other host. This has been K-Pop for Old People. Talk to you next time. Bye.